Good morning and welcome to Friday morning, October the 23rd in 2020 on Winter Rise. We're currently in year A, proper week 25, which is the 21st Sunday after Pentecost. And on Fridays, we like to look at the gospel text for the week, which is a familiar one in Matthew chapter 22, verses 34 through 46. So I'll read that passage, provide a couple points for reflection, then we'll spend our time praying along a theme as we face our day together. Hey, thanks for making this party morning on Winter Rise. Let's allow our souls to rise and meet God together in a time prayer. Matthew chapter 22 verses 34 through 46. Hearing that Jesus had silenced the Sadducees, the Pharisees got together. One of them, an expert in the law, tested him with this question. Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, with all of your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment, and the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commands. While the Pharisees were gathered together, Jesus asked them, What do you think about the Messiah? Whose son is he? The son of David, they replied. He said to them, How is it then that David, speaking by the Spirit, calls him Lord? For he says, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I put your enemies under your feet. If then David calls him Lord, how can he be his son. No one could say a word in reply, and from that day on, no one dared to ask him any more questions. This is the word of God for us. My father-in-law's got a saying where he says, if you don't want to know the answer to a question, don't ask it. (laughs) And I think it's probably true. For this question that Jesus is asked, and the first part of our passage is one that was common in that day. Uh, Israel had 613 commands that, you know, all these regulations that God had given them. You have the Ten Commandments that are the heart of the law. And then there are all these fence laws that they built around the Ten Commandments in order not to get close to breaking the, one of the Ten. So if the one of the Ten Commandments is to keep the Sabbath day holy, and to set it apart. Then they had all these different Sabbath regulations of what was work and what wasn't work and uh, what could you do uh, on this day but not on the Sabbath day and so they had to go into all this explanation. Once again it's kind of keeping people farther and farther away from breaking the official one of the Ten Commandments. And so it was often replied with this question many of the Pharisees according to the information that we have uh, many of the teachers of the law they would say that maybe loving your father honoring your father and your mother was the heart of the law like if you did that you probably would fulfill all the rest of them because if your parents were children of Abraham they wanted to please God who gave us the law through Moses then you would follow what they say if they're following it and then you would by default capture the rest but Jesus puts together Deuteronomy chapter 6 and Leviticus chapter 19 verse 18 he says this is the heart of the law to love the Lord your God and to love your neighbor as yourself And as perhaps the Pharisees are looking at their scorecard and they're trying to rank where Jesus is in his answer, he asks them a question. And you'll notice their response to that question. This question showed that they were a tad ignorant of uh, what, you know, the heart of the story of the nation of Israel is. And therefore, they stopped asking him more questions. And so here Jesus is a really clever teacher. He not only answers a question, but he also Uh, walls himself off from this endless supply of these 
potential gotcha questions and he tries to aim focus back to the heart of what it means to be the faithful people of Israel. And so wrapped up in these two passages you see that God gave a law and that law can be summed up and it can all of it hangs on honoring God and loving God and loving our neighbor. And at the heart of it still Jesus wanted to reveal that David was pointing forward to another day and to another person and the Messiah, though he may be in the lineage of David, he's also above David at the same time. And he carries a weight, he carries an authority, and he brings Israel to a better resting place than even David could. And this was a surprise to him. It was almost like, you know, the, the, the Death Star, you know, in Star Wars, and there's like this little fuse uh, this little quirk within it that can make the whole thing unravel. And Jesus found a way at different occasions in the Gospels to challenge his people and to try to renovate his faith from within it. And this is the way that he tries to do it. He tries to remind them of the intent and the heart of the law and what their story was leading to. And it was leading to himself. Uh, Jesus was honoring his tradition while reforming it from within. Friends, we're in a day right now, uh, even at the time of this recording, uh, you know, famous teacher from our corner of the church posted a blog that caught some, some people off guard, and everybody's freaking out about it. I think there's uh, a sense where uh, we're not quite in touch with our biases, the ways that we're nearsighted, blind our own blindness, and at times we're startled when we have overlooked something so basic that we should be retrieving. And so perhaps this is a day where you and I can shrink the playbook. Uh, We see this in football all the time where a football team, particularly in offense, has all these elaborate plans and then the game goes on and the time is running out. And so they shrink the playbook to the things that they know that they can do in the time that's allowed. I just want to, in this contentious, potentially this contentious uh, season where people are divided, what if we examined everything through the filter? uh, Does this love God and does this love another? Um, it's really strange to me how when Jesus tells us, gives us the golden rule, and yet uh, we seem to be so easy to forget about that, and we um, are, you know, having these interesting little fights over what is politically correct and refusing to be politically correct. And I just want to say, a golden rule is better than all that. Uh, treat others the way you want to be treated. And at the heart of that, we get to loving our neighbors as we love ourselves. So, anyways, look at your day today. Look at the schedule that you have in front of you. And try to evaluate what you and I might be able to do to where at the end of it, we said to ourselves, I gave it my best to love God and to love my neighbor. And in doing so, I journeyed into the heart of what our story is all about. So I'm going to pray for that, that God's love would abound in our lives so that it might abound in the world around us. So let's spend some time praying this morning. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, I thank you that you're a good and generous God and you're considerate of us. Um, You're considerate and you keep wooing us, you keep teaching us, you keep showing us your ways. And though we turn away from you a thousand times, a thousand times again, you pursue us and you show us your ways. Because you know that deep within who you are and what you offer is the life that is truly life. So God, we repent and we confess today that we have not chosen life. We've chosen lesser loves. We've allowed our power within us to be loaned out to idols that will not provide what we are seeking. And so God, this day, we change our minds, we change our hearts, and we ask God that you would show us your love again. God, we thank you that you made it clear that the heart of what you desire for the human is to love you and to love neighbor. And so God, this day, we have an awesome opportunity, ample opportunity 
many neighbors around us, coworkers, family members that uh, are eager to be loved because you've wired them to, to be loved and to seek love. And so God, may they find it in abundance in our lives. May we be courteous. May we be respectful and patient. May we seek to understand. May we be slow to speak and slow to become angry and quick to listen. May we be peacemakers and bridge builders. May we put people together. May we bring a sigh of relief instead of uh, of holding a breath of anxiety when we walk into the room. So God, this day, give us every intention and give us the grace to love so that love would abound in this world that you love. And that love will get the last word today. I ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.